The following recording is from the previous cycle. Today's daf is Bavakama daf tzadi, and we will begin on the Mishnah on daf tzadi kameralef anusugya. Hatikel chaveroi. If somebody hits his friend on his ear, noisen loisela. The halacha is he has to pay demei boishes, even if there was no damage that occurred, even if the person didn't have any physical pain, it doesn't matter. He has to pay and the amount was a fixed amount, a seller. It's not a seller, it's a seller. If he hit him on his cheek, the price for that is 200. If he would hit him on his cheek, but using the back of his hands, so apparently that's more embarrassing. Not 200 zuz, but 400 zuz. If somebody yanks his friend's ear, or he pulls his ear, or he spits, and the spit lands on him. And it sounds like that if he would spit in his friend's direction, but the spit, the saliva, wouldn't actually land on his friend. It could be he wouldn't be chayef abayashas. But either way, rokak if he spit. Or if he removes his talis, and it doesn't mean that he literally undresses him. He removes his bekecha, his kapata, some overgarment that people used to wear. Or if somebody removes the hair covering of a woman, Bishok, in all of those cases, there's an element of voices, and for that reason, noisily Abramezos. The price tag for that is Abramezos. Says the Mishnah, the rule is, meaning, the Mishnah just said, that there's a fixed dollar amount of how much you have to pay for boishas. And depending on what exactly the boishas was, that will determine what the price is going to be. Then the Mishnah says, Akhlal, you want to know what the rule of thumb is? You always have to assess who exactly is the one that's embarrassing, who's the one being embarrassed, as we're all accustomed to knowing. And based on that, you're going to figure it out. The Gemara later is going to ask the obvious question. So is it a fixed dollar amount or is it a and if it's a kolafichvoidoi, and the mission is just giving us one rate, but really it depends on lafichvoidoi, is this the higher number? It's the lower number. Either way, the Gemara is going to discuss all this. I'm Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva said, "Afilu aniim shebi Yisrael roi and oisam kihilu heim bnei chayrim sheyardu minachseyem." You Tanakama said, "Afol hakolafichvoidoi," meaning there's someone that's considered to be more chashuv, there's someone that's considered to be less chashuv, and depending on chayvoidoi, that will determine what the day boishes is going to be. Rabbi Akiva said, "Every single yid is considered a mechubet, and even if there's a yid right now that maybe is an ani shebi Yisrael, he doesn't have money." So based on that, you're going to say, how could you tell me he's an ish mechubit? People aren't mechabit him necessarily. You have to look at him as a yoyrit. You have to look at him as someone who once had everything and then lost everything. Because every single yid is born on top of the mountain. Every single yid is considered to have once had something. Shein b'nei Avram Yitzchak v'yakov. Ma'isa the Gemara tells a story. There was somebody that once uncovered the hair of a woman in the shuk. She came to Rabbi Akiva with tainas for what this man did. And based on the halacha, the Mishnah, he was mechayev, the man to give her 400. So the man told Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi, 
Can we work at a payment plan? Meaning, I'm not ready to make payments today. I'll pay her, but give me a little bit of time. Rabbi Kiva was okay with that. He gave her a certain amount, gave him a certain amount of time to make these payments. So this man had a plan. His plan was that he waited by the door to this woman's chatzar. He took a cad that had oil in it. He broke it in her presence. Very, very little amount of oil. When the woman saw this oil, she quickly removed her hair covering. And she took the oil and she started using it. She started smearing her hair with this oil. And he had aided him to prove that this story happened. Now he was ready to make his case. I'm giving Abimezuz to this woman. Why you be Mechaidni Abimezuz? Because I embarrassed her. What's the busha for a woman's here to be uncovered? It's embarrassing. This woman was willing to uncover her here for an Isar Shemen, for a little bit of oil. So obviously this is a woman that doesn't care so much about the fact that her here is uncovered. She doesn't care about her own boishas. So I have to worry for her. I have to worry about her boishas. Even though maybe one could argue that this man was making a compelling argument, Rabbi Akiva was not swayed. And he told him, And you know why? Because as the Mishnah continues, there's a hemshach. Because the law is that if somebody causes chavala to himself, even though he's not allowed to do it, it's also for a person to be chayvul ba'atzmoi, still potter, but there's no chayshem mishpat payment because you're going to take money out of one pocket and put it in the other pocket. But if that very same person that's chayvul ba'atzmoi now is damaged by somebody else, that lochi is chayavim, that other person is chayav. Now that person can make the argument that the mevayish made in the story of Rabbi Akiva. He could say, you're being mechayav me for being chayvul plaini. Plaini was chayvul ba'atzmai. So why am I chayav now if I'm chayvul? He doesn't care, clearly. He did it himself. So why is it a problem if I now do it to him? But the halochi is that even though a chayvul ba'atzmai potter, a chayim shechavlu bai, chayavim. Additionally, you find this Allah in another place. If somebody cuts his nitiyos, because there's an isabal tashkis, potter. But you're not going to be chayef. However, if somebody else is koitzets your nitiyos, chayavim, he's going to be chayef. Again, you see that even though if I do it myself, I'm potter, and I did it myself, still if somebody else does it, we don't say, you don't care because you did it to yourself, so why should I be chayef? The Allah is chayef. In that same vein, Rabbi Akiva told me, even though this woman was willing to embarrass herself, it doesn't exempt you from the Vlacha of Baishas. Either way, this Mishnah, of course, is an example of the idea of Akal Lafi Hamavayish, Hamazbayish. One of the Chamisha Dvarim, the Rebbe Chavel Bechaveri, is Chayev, is Baishas. And the Mishnah talks about fixed dollar amounts. It'll be clarified a little bit more in the Gemara. But before we go weiter, just one very interesting Ha'ara with regards to this idea that if somebody is mevayish as chaveroi, he has to pay. Not only does he have to pay, but it's a fixed dollar amount. The Mishnah gave us a whole reshima, a whole price list of certain types of bushes and exactly what the chiyuv would be for those. There's a Yerushalmi, however, that adds one interesting tzivkot into this halacha, and this Yerushalmi is quoted by the Rambam in Hilchus Talmud Torah, Perik Vav Halach Yud Beis. I'll read it to you from the Rambam. The Rambam's in Hilchus Talmud Torah, he's talking about Tamidich Hachamim. And the Rambam, as we'll see in a moment, 
describes how chomor it is for someone to be mevaza talmud chacham. Says the Rambam, even though if somebody is mevaza talmud chacham, he has no chiluk in And bo edim shabizo, if edim come and say that Reuven was mevaza shem in the talmud chacham, I feel Even if he didn't do a physical act, it was only bedvarim that he embarrassed him. Chayev nidoy, he was. He has to be put into They would give him a knas. For this boishas that he caused, for being mevazah the Talmud Chacham, they would give him the knas. And what was the knas? Litra Zohav. The Chalmokoim, the Noisim Noisim Chacham. A litra Zohav. Litra Zohav is a big dollar now. So they would give him a very hefty fine, not a mona, not a cellar, not mosayimzos, not arbameizos, but litros of anything gold is expensive. So it was a big dollar amount that they would fine this person for being mavaza a talmud chacham. And this is brought down in the Rambam again. The Makar is a Yerushalmi right here in Perakachoyvo. It's interesting that the Ramah in the beginning of Yerudea Simon Reishmem Gimel. So Simon Reishmem Gimel is Hilchis Kovay Talmud Chacham. So the Mechaber and the Ramah are discussing over there different halachas that relate to a Talmud Chacham. The were exempt from doing certain community service. They were exempt from paying certain taxes. This is, of course, when Klai Yisrael has control over their communities and they can determine and decide who pays taxes and who doesn't pay taxes. If the federal government or the state government is making those decisions, then obviously there's no exemption for a Talmud Chacham. But once upon a time, Kishi Yisrael, Shurin al Klai Yisrael had a certain level of control. So there was a Shulchan Aruch that exempted Talmud Chachamim from different halachas. It's interesting. The Mechaber says, It's only a Talmud Chacham that sits and learns all day. Meaning, someone who's a Talmud Chacham, but he doesn't sit and learn all day, he's not exempt. It has to be Torosoy Umnasoy. So you hear that expression often. It's a Halach and Shulchan Aruch. If he's Torosoy Umnasoy, then he has this exemption. Otherwise not. But ain't Torosoy Umnasoy Chayof. Mechaber adds one caveat. Let's say he's a Talmud Chacham. He sits and learns most of the day. But on the side, he has a job. Even if he's a soicher, he deals, he buys, he sells, he flips. You know, he's involved in business transactions. But he doesn't live he does it to survive. Not because he wants to be a gvir. But any free moment that he has, So the Mechaber has a little bit of a soft stance on what Teirah is. It doesn't mean that he literally doesn't have a job and he sits in base medrash. That's not necessarily what it means. It could mean someone that has a job, but only if the job that he has is ma'at umnis, and he does it of any free moment that he has, he's Either way, the halachas of the Talmud Chacham apply only to someone that's Tayrasai Umnasai. Says the Ramah something very interesting. Even though nowadays, says the Ramah, we don't have any more Talmud Chachamim that fall into the halacha that the Rambam brings in which is based on the Yerushalmi that 
if somebody would embarrass this Talmud Chacham, he'd be chayv to pay late result. We don't have those Talmud Chachamim anymore. But as it relates to the halacha that the Machabu was discussing, Machabu was not discussing the late result. He was discussing exempting him from community service, exempting him from paying taxes. With regards to that, we do have Talmud Chachamim today. And the Ramah says it's different. In Hagem and Klai whether we do accept it today, we don't accept it today, and there's a Pischei Tshuva, and if you look at the uh, Mepharshim right here on the side of the Shulchan Aruch, a whole discussion, do we have Tamid HaChacham in Do we not have Tamid HaChacham in But the Ramah himself, the Ikra Din, he seems to be Mechalik between what the definition of a Tamid HaChacham is as it relates to Simen Reish Mem Gimel, and as it relates to our Sugi that we're learning now, Perek HaChayvul, this Rambam, that a Mavaza Tamid HaChacham, where you have to pay a Litrazav for that, the definition, the criteria of who's a Tamid HaChacham, it's a much higher standard to the point that the Ramah says that we don't really have such a Talmud Chacham as Manazah. But on the topic of being Mavaza Talmud Chacham, just a little bit of Agada that the Rambam himself speaks out. So the Rambam that we just mentioned is Hilchus Talmud Torah, Perik Vav, Halacha Yud Beis. Once if cut earlier, Halacha Yud Aleph, says the Rambam, and this is scary. It's a very big Avera for a person to be Mavaza Talmud Chacham or to hate a Talmud Chacham. Lecharvi Yerushalayim says the Rambam, Atsha Bizavay Talmud Chacham. The base of Mikdash was destroyed because they were Mavaza Talmud Chacham. And he brings a Pasik for that. Vechein Zesha Amra, the Toichacha, which begins with the words, Im Bechu Koisai Temasu. The Toichacha Parashas Bechu Koisai begins with, Im Bechu Koisai Teleichu. Shetiwa Melum. That Torah, all the wonderful things are going to happen. It's going to be Shefa Brocha Vatzlacha. But the converse, Im Bechu Koisai Temasu, says the Rambam. You know what Im Bechu Koisai Temasu is? If you're not going to properly treat the Melamde Chukos, the people that teach Torah, you're going to be Mavaza Tamid Chachomim. Says the Rambam, Vachawa Mavaza, Zachachomim, in Lechelik Loilam Haba, Vareza Bechal Kitvar Hashem Bosom. So the Rambam says three things, really four things regarding Mavaza Tamid Chachom. It's an Ovan Godom, like Charva Yerushalayim, it was the cause of Churban Beis Hamikdash. It's the definition, the translation of the words in Bechukosai Timasu. Which is the prelude to all the Toichacha, and finally, some of what the Rambam says is based on the Gemara Mesech the Shabbos, Tav Kuf Yotes on the base. It's a classic Gemara over there, where the Gemara discusses different Amirah, who gave different reasons for Chorbim Beis HaMikdash. So, high level, we're accustomed to learning. First Beis HaMikdash was destroyed, the second Beis HaMikdash was Sinas But there's different Chazals and Gemaras in different places where give different reasons for Chorbim Beis HaMikdash. One of them is Shabbos Kuf Yotes on the base. Very important, Amid Gemara, whenever you're learning the sugis of Churban Beis Hamikdash. So there, the Gemara says what the Rambam quotes that the reason Tamachach, the reason the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed was because of was because of the fact that people were mevaza Talmid Chachamim. It's interesting. There's a Marsha. We've spoken about this Marsha in the past. The Marsha over here says that all the averus that Amiram said existed at the time of Churban Beis Hamikdash and were reasons. Causes for Chorbim Beis Hamikdash all existed in his day. He says everything, everything mentioned, and the Marsha goes one by one to explain where exactly you find them. And his lashon is as it relates to being Mavaza Talmud Chacham. Says the Marsha, Bizui Talmid Chachamim, Vishaloi LeKabel Teichachtem. People that embarrass Talmid Chachamim and don't accept their Chacham, Matzui Hu Bechol That's easy. Every day you find that. So apparently this was an issue at the time of Chorbim Beis Hamikdash, an issue at the 
times of the Marsha. But either way, it's based on this Gemara. But there's one other very interesting thing that the Gemara says. Again, scary. Omar, Rabbi Yehud, Omar, Rav. If someone's Mavazah, Talmud Chacham, Enlai Refua Lamakasa. He's going to be punished with a Machla. And Enlai Refua Lamakasa. A Machla She'enlai Refua. Very, very scary. He's going to have a machlo she'en loy refuah. I once saw the Chassam Sofer in the Joshua says, why is a mavazat ha'mal chacham e'en loy refuah l'makasoy? He says, because if somebody nebuch is a chayla, so what does he do? Right away, he goes to Eretz Yisrael, he goes to the G'daylem, he looks for brachas, sadikim, mekubalim. That's what he does. He reaches out to the Talmud HaChachamim. He reaches out to the Tzadikim. Someone that's Mavaza Talmud HaChachamim, he loses that outlet. He loses that Koyach to be able to reach out to the Talmud HaChachamim. He loses the ability for the Talmud HaChachamim's Tefillahs to work for him. That's why a Mavaza Talmud HaChachamim is Ein Le Refuah Makasa. But I'll tell you something scary that I once saw from Rebbe Yashem. I can't remember where I saw it. It was in the Ha'aris. One of Rabbi Yashiv's forum that he wrote, Alashas, that they were malakit from the Shiurim that he gave. Kubi was on this Gemara right here, Shabbos Kofiotes. It's probably where it was. I just don't remember. But either way, Rabbi Yashiv said that unfortunately today in our generation, there's a machlo she'in le'refua that's causing a lot of people a lot of pain. And Rabbi Yashiv said that it could be it's because the dar is not careful enough in not being mavaza tamid chachomim. And as a generation, if we're mevazah talmidei chachamim, there's somehow an oinish of machlo she'en le'refua. And Rabbi Yashiv said that it could be if Klai Yisrael, everything is driven by Klai Yisrael, b'shvil Yisrael shenikoreshes, b'shvil atoyre shenikoreshes, if Klai Yisrael would be mechazik in this area of being mevazah talmidei chachamim, being more careful in giving cover to the talmidei chachamim, in this area, maybe that would give the scientists and the researchers and the doctors the koyach, the siyata de that they need to finally come up with a refua to this makosh e'ma refua. But either way, on that note, Zokti Gemara Vaita. Gemara said, So we had here a whole Rishima, a list of different types of boishas, where the Mishnah says that if somebody causes this type of busha, he's going to have to pay this knas. The first one was which means somebody hits his friend on his ear. The Tanakhama said, no son isela, but you descend the name of Beisag, really, he has to pay a money. There are two types of monas in the times of the Mishnah. So whenever it said mana, it could be a monatsuri, it could be a monomedina. The difference was rather significant. A monatsuri was worth eight times the amount of a monomedina. So when the Mishnah says, mana, is it a US dollar? Is it a Canadian dollar? It's a euro? It's a pound? Which mana is it? They're not all worth the same amount of money. There was a person that once hit his friend on the ear. He came to Rabbi Hudanasi. Rabbi Yehuda Nasir, Rabbi Yehuda Nasir was Rabbi. He had a grandson, Rabbi Yehuda Nasir. Amalei told him, Ha Ana, Ha Rabbi Yosei Aglili, Havlei Monatzuri. Now the Gemara is going to explain what Ha Ana, Ha Rabbi Yosei Aglili is. But one thing that we do see, and that's really what we need from this story, is he told him Havlei Monatzuri. Shma Mina Monatzuri Tanan. Shma Mina says the Gemara, My Ha Ana, Ha Rabbi Yosei Aglili. What did he mean when he said those words? He told him Ha Ana, me, and here's Rabbi Yosei Aglili. 
So give him this mana. What was he trying to say? Did he mean to say as follows? I saw what you did. Rabbi Yisakli was one that said in the Mishnah that at the Kelechaveri pays a mana, and as Rabbi Yudinasi explained it, it's a mana tzuri. So that's what he was telling him. I saw what you did. Thus, I can be the judge. To now force you to pay. We have a sheet of in the Mishnah that says you have to pay your mana, which means monotsuri, zilhavle monotsuri. But the Gemara's problem with that is, what's going to emerge then from this is a very big halacha. The aid nasa dying, that an aid could be a dying, because if Rabbi Yehudin himself is the one that saw it go down, you have to have aid him. So if Rabbi Yehudin is the one that saw it, he's the aid, how could he now be the enforcer? How could he now be the dying? Sanhedrin saw Reuven kill Shimon. So if the Sanhedrin saw it, we can skip a very obvious step as it relates to prosecuting Reuven. The Sanhedrin themselves saw it. Usually, the Sanhedrin would have to accept Eidos to make a determination whether or not Reuven in fact kills him. But here they ate him. The Sanhedrin saw it themselves. So it's a price. Sanhedrin saw it themselves. Reptarfin says, the ones that are going to be Adam can't be Dayanim. But you can take the Sanhedrin, divide them into two groups. Some will be Adam, some will be Dayanim. And the Adam will testify to the Dayanim. And like this, we'll be able to deal with Reuven. Reptarfin says, No, they're all Adam. They ain't Adam, not Sadaim. Meaning, once you see, you're automatically an aid. And if you're an aid, ain't aid, not sedan. Zok the Gemara. Ad, kind of come Reb Even Reb who's the maker. And Reb says, Miktsasim nasu edim, u miktsasim nasu dayonim, elo de miktsasim nasu edim, dayonim. His kula is that some could be aid. I mean, the fact that you saw doesn't preclude you necessarily from being a dayon. Aval aid. But once you are in aid, nasu dayon, like, oh my, you can't be the dayon. Meaning, Reb Kiva certainly holds, ain't aid, nasu Kiva says, once they saw their role, aid, ain't aid, nasu Even Reb says, if you want, some don't have to be Dayanim, and they could be Adam. The fact that you're an aid doesn't necessarily mean that you're a Dayan. But the one that's an aid certainly can't be a Dayan. So how could Rabbi Yehudin be the aid and the Dayan? Sai Rabbi Tarfin and Sai Rabbi Akiva. The two G'dayli Atanot were both of the opinion. And Eid Nasa Dayan says the Gemara, Kitanya, he, no, you're not understanding this Brisa. Kitanya, he, this Brisa, where Rabbi Tarfin says, Mekhtsasa Nasu Edom and Mekhtsasa Nasa Dayanim, is Kigon Shiro Balayla. It's talking about where they saw what they saw at night. What's the significance of that? At night, you can't pass him a Shiloh. Bezdin did not convene at night. And being that Bezdin didn't convene at night, when they saw the event happen, they couldn't have seen it as Dayanim because they can't wear the Dayan hat at night, even though they are Dayanim, but they can't act as Dayanim at night. So if they saw it at night, it's over there that you're going to have an issue of Ein Eid Nasa Dayan. But had they seen it during the day, it could be there, Tarfin at least would hold, that Eid Nasa Dayan. Tosus explains the Gemara a little bit better. Meaning, the Svaro, the whole idea of Ein Eid Nasa Dayan, is if I'm an Eid, and now I'm going to say Eidus to myself or to my peers, that's not something I could do. Because once I'm an aide, I can't act as a dying as well. Ain't aid not a dying. But that's only when you're working as a regular aide, with a regular Haggadah Seidos. But when the Dayanim see it during the day, over there the Dayanim could be aiding, but bypassing the Haggadah Seidos. You don't need the Haggadah Seidos. Because that in itself, that they saw it, that in itself 
constitutes the Kabbalah's Eidos, so that Memelo, in that case, you could say Eid, Eid Nasadayin in the sense that you don't need an Eid to testify so that you should be able to have a Kabbalah's Eidos, because the Re'iyah itself would constitute Kabbalah's Eidos. Meaning, when is there a problem with Eid, Eid Nasadayin? That's when you're going to need a Haggadah's Eidos and a Kabbalah's Eidos in the traditional sense. So if you're the Eid and you're the Dayan, there's no way to make that work. But if you're not going to need a traditional Haggadah's Eidos, why not? Because it happened during the day, and by ha- it happening during the day, the Re'iyah itself can constitute the Kabbalah Seidos. So you don't need now someone to come testify. The Dayan is not going to testify to himself. There is no testimony that needs to take place here. Because the Re'iyah itself is what constituted the testimony. And it's really based on Allah Shana Gemara, Mesechtis Rosh Hashanah, Loitehei, and if Shmiya works, then Ria should certainly work. But the Lundus is that the Ria constitutes the Kabbalah. Seidos. So if you need the aid to talk and to testify, over there you're going to have a problem. So if it happened that night, the Ria itself can't be because what do you want? That the Re'iyah should be like the Shmiyah? Shmiyah is Kabbalah Seidos. The Re'iyah should be Kabbalah Seidos. Just like Shmiyah has to be by Yom, the Re'iyah also has to be by Yom. But if it happened during the day, then the Re'iyah is at the very least like the Shmiyah. In that case, you would say Eid Nasadayin. So again, the Kasha was, how could the Yehudin be the Eid and be the Dayan? Eid, Eid Nasadayin. When is it true that Eid, Eid Nasadayin? That's only if you're going to need some Haggadah Seidos. For example, if it happened by Laila, where the Re'iyah itself can't constitute the Kabbalah Seidos. But if it was Ra'u Bayoim, in that case, the Re'iyah itself is like the Shmir, it constitutes the Kabbalah Seidos. You're not going to need Agadah Seidos. If you're not going to need Agadah Seidos, Bechahai Gavno, Eid Naso Dayan. The Boyeseim, another terrorist, What Rabbi Yehudin Asiyah meant to say was not that I'm the Eid and I'm the Dayan, and Ho Rabbi Yehudin who said Mono, so Zil Havle Mono Tsuri. That's not what he meant to say. What he meant to say was, Ho Anno, the Sri Lake Rabbi Yehudin Aglili, Dabba Mono Tsuri. Ho Anno, Ho Rabbi Yehudin Aglili, I hold like Rabbi Yehudin Aglili. Ho Sahadi the Masadapa. But there were a different group of aiding. Meaning, Rabbi Yudinasi himself wasn't aid, and Zilhavli Monatsuri, that's what he told him, go give him the Monatsuri. Frank the Gemara, Sub Rabbi Kiva, the Ain Aid Nasadain, it comes out from the Gemara, Rabbi Kiva holds Ain Aid Nasadain, the tiny room to the Bryce of Ikeishis Rieu, the Evan Oibe Egroif. Shibanatimoni Oime, Shibanatimoni says, Ma Egroif me Yuchicham Masole Edule Edim, just like in Egroif, a person's fist, his bicep, is something that's Masole Edule Edim. Bezdin and the Eden can determine whether or not this person had the ability to create the Chavolo that he's being accused of. So too, the only time he can ever be Mechai of somebody for being is if we have an ability to make some sort of evaluation to determine whether what the Edom are saying happened could have in fact happened. So the cases where Ruvain is being accused by Edim of punching Shimon and causing him fractures and, and just horrible, horrible chavala. So what would they do? They would bring Ruvain into Bezin, they would take a look at him, and they would ask themselves, is this a person whose punch could actually cause this type of chavala? If it looks like the answer is no, then we're not going to be mechaifim. We're Take the person with his egroif to Bezdin. The Edom have to be able to prove that this egroif could have in fact caused this type of pain. And just like the egroif is something that 
you can evaluate I've called no matter what exactly the object in question is it would have to be muscle as opposed to a case where the Adem right now don't have this thing anymore meaning the person can't lose his egg rife but let's say it was a rock and the rock is not around so if the rock is not around there's no way to prosecute this person says I don't understand two Adem walked into Bezda they said Ruvain was how? he used the rock where's the rock? We don't have the rock. It's not. They don't have it right now. Says the Tanakam in this Brisa. Okay, there's no way to punish Ruvain. Because if we don't know for sure that this rock could have caused this damage, how in the world are we going to punish him? Said Rabbi Akiva. It doesn't make any sense. Let me ask you a question. Did Bezdin see Ruvain hit Shimon? Did he even see him throw the rock? He didn't see anything. Everything that we're doing. We're basing on the testimony of the Edom. So if the Edom said that the rock was hard enough to be able to cause this chavola, why don't we trust the Edom? We trust the Edom for everything except for this. It doesn't make any sense. But the Gemara's punchline is going to be from the way Rabbi Akiva said what he said. Amr Rabbi Akiva. Did this story happen in front of Bezin? that they know Let's say Ruven would push him down from Ereshagak. I mean on the top of a bira, a castle, a house. Umes, and he would die. Bezdin, Does Bezdin go to the bira to see whether or not the wall is tall enough for this person to actually have been able to be hurt because of the fact that he fell down it, the way Bezdin's saying it happened, uh, the way Adam is saying it happened? Or does the bira go to Bezdin? That certainly doesn't happen. Let's say the wall is now down. The wall doesn't exist anymore. So we're going to rebuild the wall so we should be able to determine? Of course not. Why not? We trust the Adam. If you trust the Adam that Reuven hit Shimon, why can't you trust the Adam about the size of the rock and exactly what it was that he used? Says Rabbi Akiva, Elo, if you're going to darshan anything from Be'egroif or Be'evan, it's not that just like the Egroif you can bring to Bezin, so to the Evan you have to bring to Bezin. You don't have to bring the Evan to Bezin. Elo, my Egroif, the point is just like the Egroif is something that at least the Edim are able to determine. Avkoshu Masala Edim. The Edim at the very least would have had to see this rock. But if the Edim never saw the rock, and so that they can now testify to Bezin and say what this rock was, in that case you're going to be Potter. But Avad if the Adam saw it and that telling Bezin Bezin doesn't have to see it just like Bezin relies on everything else from the Adam they can rely on this detail as well says the Gemara what do we want from this story one point that it sounds like right Rabbi Akiva the story didn't happen in front of Bezin Meaning we're relying on the Edom. It's Mashma had it happen in front of Bezdin. Edom Then you wouldn't have needed the Edom. Because Bezdin himself could have taken care of everything. Zoysoy Meres, Edom So Frank the Gemara, how could Rabbi Akiva say, Edom We have a stero in Shittas Rabbi Akiva. Here we have a Rabbi Akiva that said, Edom Says the Gemara, Lidvarev, the Rabbi Shimon, Hatemani, Komar, Rabbi Akiva, Shitta really is, Edom He was just talking to Shimon Hatemani, who is the Tanakam in that bride. So, and he was telling you, Shemenatimoni, are telling me that you need that the Edom should bring the Evan to Bezdin. Lidvarecha doesn't make any sense because if you're relying on the Edom for everything else, why can't you rely on Edom for this as well? So everything that Rabbi Akiva said was all Lidvar of the Shemenatimoni. But Enachinami, in Rabbi Akiva's own world, a lot of what he said wouldn't hold true because even if it happened with Nebezdin, you would still need Edom. 
because Rabbi Akiva Shita is that Ein Eid Nasadayin. So two Ha'oras with regards to Ein Eid Nasadayin. Number one, why is it that Ein Eid Nasadayin? So there's a long Teisvis right here. This Teisvis is also in Mesech Ksubis. We spoke it out when we were Mesech Ksubis. And Teisvis says two reasons why Ein Eid Nasadayin. The first reason Teisvis says is because we know that in order for Eidos to hold ground in Bezdin, it has to be Eidos Sha'at Yochel Eidos that's not possible to ever come to a Kasha Zomam Lasis La'achiv is a Possible Eidos. Eidos has to be Eidos Sha'at Yochel Says Toisvis that if I'm an Eid and I myself am the Dayan, and then two Eidim come later and they want to be Mazim the Eidim, in other words, they want to be Mazim me, am I going to accept their Eidos? No way! Because I'm a Gevedover. I don't want to accept their Eidos, which ultimately is going to affect me. So, being that I'll never accept that Eidos, it's Eidos Shiyati Yochel Azima, and Eidos Shiyati Yochel Azima's possible. Azizak Teisus. Teisus says it's not such a great shot, because if that's really the issue of Eidos Shiyati Yochel Azima, then there should be a halacha that Eidim and Dayanim can't be craven. So we know there's a, a psul karev. A dying can't be a karev to the balidin. The edim can't be craven to the balidin. The edim can't be craven to each other. Moshe and Aharon are because they're brothers. They can't walk into Bezdin together and say edos. But that the aid and the dying can't be craven, I never heard of such a chiddush. Taisva says, but if you're going to tell me there's a new svara that we're concerned of a corrupt judge who's going to have an agios and he's not going to want to accept Eidos to be Mazim Eidim, so there should be a halacha that the Eidim and the Yodim can't be craven. Just like I won't accept Hazoma to make to convict myself, I won't do it for somebody else either. Says Toysvis, oh my, it's not really an issue because the reality is is that the Eidim Zoyimimim, if they really want to be Mazim, the Eid, who's also the Dayim, he doesn't have to go to the same Bezdin where the Eid said Eid, he can go to another Bezdin. Another Bezdin can be Mazim. Either way, that's Taisa's first Pshad, that it could be it's related to Eidashat Yochel Azimah. Taisa says a second Pshad, he says it could be it's based on a Pasuk, the Pasuk says, the Pasuk of Eidos, Va'amdu Shneyo Anoshim, and the Gemara says in Mesach Teshvur, Staf Lamed, Va'amdu Shneyo Anoshim Elu Ha'edim, Lifnei Hashem Elu Dayonim, Mashma Sheyamdu Ha'edim Lifnei Ha'dayonim. It sounds like that there's a tzura of what Kabbalah's Eidos has to look like. They're Eidim that are standing and they're testifying to Dayonim. So based on that, Toysavah says that's the issue of Eid Nas. Either way, Toysavah struggles. Why is it that Eid Eid Nas It's not a svara, Toysavah says. And the question is, what's the reason? Either it's related to Eid Shafi Yochel Azimah, a little bit of a far-fetched svara, or it's based on this tzura of exactly what Kabbalah's Eidos had to look like, based on a Gemara Shavuos, Taflamid, Va'amdu, Shnei Yohanoshim, Lufnei Hashem. You need Eidim talking to Dayanim. If the Eid and the Dayanim is all the same person, naturally you're not going to have that tzura. But it's Yudua that the Ktsayis in Simon Zion, says a different pshat. Half of a fellow. He says, based on Toysvah's first pshat of Eidah Shati Yochel but he takes it a little, a little bit further. He says, we had the Gemara not so long ago in Perak Merubah. Machlekes Avayi Verova. Eid Zoyven. Lemafreya HaNifsal. Or Eid Zoyven Mikanu Lehabol HaNifsal. Talach is that a Rosh's possible Eidos. Certainly a Rosh that was proven to testify falsely in Bezdin, he certainly is possible Eidos. Those Machlekes Avayi Verova. If somebody says Eid Shekher, he's an Eid Zoyven. So he said that Ruven killed Shimon. And then two Eidim come and say, Yimono Ayisim Amal complaining. So the Allah is Eid Zoyven. Chidishu, we believe the second Eidim. We don't believe the first Eidim. They're now now, considered to be liars, which means that Mikanu Lahabad is certainly going to be Pasul 
but they were proven to be liars. They were overly The question is, are they only puzzled mikanu lehaba from the time that the azama took place, or the mafreya who nifsa? We say that why they puzzled edos because they lied in bezdin. When did they lie in bezdin? Three months ago. So from three months ago, they're going to be puzzled edos. It's one of the alkagams. We passing like abaya. Says the ktsa is gavalik. We know the halacha is that the only way Adam can become Adam zoymimin is if Bezdin was goymer the din, there was a gemar din based on the edos of the Adam. So if two Adam walk into Bezdin and say edos, Bezdin vetted out the case, there was a gemar din. They paskin the Shiloh. They didn't act upon it because kasher zoma v'loy kasher also, but there was a gemar din. The gemar din already happened. And then afterwards, two Adam come and they say, so then the halachi is that there's a parish of azom. But if there was no gemar din, there's not going to be a parish of azom. If aid is nasadayin, it's not possible for this Eidus to be Yochel Azimo. Because what's going to happen? The Eid is going to be the Dai. This is going to be a Gemar Din. Now two Eidim come and they say, It comes out that he's possible from the time that he said Eidus. If he's possible from the time that he said Eidus, that means that he was a possible Dayan. If he was a possible Dayan, that means there was no Gemar Din. If there was no Gemar Din, then you can't have Azoba. So it's Eidus Shati Yochel Azimo. Zok Tiktois, like Toisvis, it's Eidus Shati Yochel Azimo. But not about a Batish that he's never going to be Makabal Azama for himself. It's a love this. It's Eidashiyati Yochel Azimah because it's going to come out that at the time that there's a Gemar Din, he's going to be Puzzle. If he's Puzzle at the time of the Gemar Din, then there is no Gemar Din. Memele, there's no Hazama. Memele, it's going to be Eidashiyati Yochel Azimah and the Ktsois B'lashoyne Azama. I wish I had it in front of me. He says at the end that he found that the Mordechai brings this Pshat from the Sarmi Kutsi, and he says, Baruch Lekel, he gives himself a, a brach, Shvach Tashem, that he was mechaven to the Sarmi Kutsi. But either way, this is the Ktsois, who was mechaven to the Sarmi Kutsi. This is classic Yeshiva Reit, Chayshem Mishpat, Simen